This week's episode is sponsored by my friends at Athletic Brewing. Athletic Brewing is awesome. Um, they are designed for people like you and me, people like you and me, that uh, maybe we, we want to have a drink, but we, we don't all, want all the baggage that comes with having that beer. Um, they make delicious, delicious, delicious non-alcoholic beer. I'm a huge fan of the company. I had Adam from Athletic on the show previously. If you haven't listened to that episode, do check it out. They're giving all of our listeners 20% off your order. That's right, 20% off your order with code ELEVATE20, all caps, ELEVATE20. Hey now, and welcome to the Elevate Yourself podcast. I'm Rob, and I am thrilled to get to be the host of this show. I feel super lucky. I work for this awesome company called Elevation Health. And in each episode of this show, I get to have a conversation with folks from all different walks of life about how they elevate themselves. It's my hope that these conversations will make you think, force you to change your best, and as a result, help you get a little bit closer to becoming the best version of you. Terry, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for doing this. Super excited to get to talk to you today. Same here. I look forward to it. I can't wait to get into it. All right, Terry, something I like to ask everybody off the jump. Start at birth, go. Where did you <laughs> come from? How did you get to where you are today? All right. Well, I was born and raised in Orange County, California. Lived there until I was about 17 years old. And then we uh, moved to Los Angeles, the Los Angeles area. And I started uh, a new high school in Los Angeles, having come from Orange County. So I was this newbie, uh, you know, and everything kind of intimidated, but um, just uh, stayed the path um, at a new high school. From there, I went to JC. And from there, I went to Cal State Northridge. Um, I worked in... Uh, I was a news producer for several years, for like 10 years. For ABC News, I was a news writer. Um, I was a, an executive producer of a morning show on radio. And then in about mm, 2007, I believe it was, when we had that economic downturn, that's when I reinvented myself and uh, molded myself into this kind of fitness guru. And uh, from there, it's just taken off. You know, I love fitness. I love helping people achieve just not their goals, but helping them to believe in themselves. You know, oftentimes people just don't believe in themselves. And I think that's where I come in. Oh, my goodness. Well, I, I know <laughs> I know our listeners can hear it in your voice. And I know this about you, but you, 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 it came through right there. You're a passionate, passionate person. Um, wh which I, I love and it's infectious. Where, where does that passion come from? Wow. Well, I think it's just something that's innate. It's just natural. Um, my grandmother, um, she went to Spelman College before it became a university back in the 1920s. And she would have to like walk miles to get this, to, you know, to get to school every day. She didn't concern herself with how she was going to get there. She just knew she had she was doing it. And it's just it's just something that just comes naturally. And I like to stay, um, you know, productive. And it's not something that I, it's like um, obsessive compulsiveness. I truly have a passion for doing, you know, for staying busy and staying productive and for changing people's lives. That is such a great story about your grandmother. That, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I say that to myself a lot. I think when like something's hard, I'm like, it's not hard. You like you growing up, like your grandparents. That was hard. What you're doing is not hard. 
<laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine? I'm like, really? I got to walk to work this morning? Nah, yeah. man. <laughs> right, right. Um, you, you mentioned your your energy and the go, go, go. Obviously, today we want to talk about work-life balance. Just give folks just a general, like, how do you define work-life balance? What, is wow. that, what does that even look like? Wow. I think, you know, and reflecting on that question, I was thinking about um, a lot of it has to do with the workplace and they have to kind of get us conditioned. They have to get us conditioned because we're a lot of times maybe intimidated by a company and like we want this balance, but we're like, we want to be dedicated to the company. But sometimes they have to create that for us. They have to create an environment for us to have balance. And for me, you know, balance is turning off my phone on my days off um, in terms of work, turning off my phone, um, putting, you know, myself off of uh, on do not, do not disturb on my phone, you know, and just um, maybe spending time with friends, whether that just be to a movie or going to a comedy show, but um, you got to have something to look forward to on, on Monday or Tuesday or whatever your new start day is of your work week, but you got to have something that separates that from, from work and fun and family. That is such a good point. And it's, I think from firsthand experience, it's easy to kind of get into that world of like, I, I just, I, I don't want to miss anything or whatever. But, but in actuality, I, I think what you're saying is in some ways your productivity or enjoyment for going into work actually rises when you do kind of set that, that line. Is that right? Right, right. By setting those boundaries, you know, you create a kind of like a separation. You might even miss it a little bit, of course. And you come back Monday or whenever you're coming back to your new work week and you're revived and you're rejuvenated and you're refreshed. And that's because you took a break and you gave yourself some personal time and you spent some self-care. You know, maybe that was, you know, a massage or just a long walk or a hike. Um, it doesn't have to be something, you know, uh, monetary but just something that separates you from work so that you're ready for work and then you can jump in and be 100. I like that. I like that. You mentioned uh, several things there that are kind of, that don't even require money. Um, is there anything that for you is just kind of a, a low hanging, easy thing? Like somebody's like, I, I have no work-life balance right now. If they were listening to this right now, what would be like the, the one thing you would say to do to try to get yourself into that, that mindset? Social media is a monster. I mean, it, it captivates all of, you know, most people. There are a few people I know who they're like, they're not on social media. But if you can just turn off your phone, even if it has nothing to do with social media, just for it, you know, for it not to ring for maybe a couple of hours, just to turn off any external noise, you know, and just focus on on yourself and your and your quiet time and just take time to quiet your mind. Um, one of the things I like to do um, every morning is meditate. Um, sometimes I will do it in the middle of the day just to kind of recenter and everything. But um, it all comes down, you know, just to, to self-care and, and, and just thinking about yourself and taking time for yourself. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be long, right? Like even. No. Like that, just, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, little, like five minutes. It can be five minutes um, and then you can go back and do something again, maybe like in a few hours. But um, just to just to calm yourself, you know, sometimes there's like construction going on that that's one of the things out in the streets in my neighbor that just bugs me so much. But I know that if I can just shut the windows and just, you know, close my eyes and just breathe, uh, that helps me a lot. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, we're kind of on the back end of a pandemic, a lot of lessons were learned for a lot of people. 
um, from COVID is, are there any things, you know, people working at home more and in some ways people said, oh, you know, I get to be around my family more, but in other ways they felt like they were working more. Are any lessons for you that you think are applicable to this work-life balance from COVID that perhaps you learned? Yeah, I think, um, you know, we're all on quarant- in quarantine and it kind of seemed like um, we're kind of almost all of us were invisible, except for those of us, you know, who post often on social media and Instagram. But I kind of felt like that invisibility kind of made me feel like, um, think about what kind of imprint I want to leave. Um, what will my legacy be? And uh, for me, I hope that'll be that I inspired people, you know, in some way to, to change their behaviors about fitness and, and nutrition. Um, so I think, yeah, um, for me, it was uh, what kind of imprint will I leave? What will people remember me by? And so, yeah, right. There's, uh, I heard somebody say this once that when you start thinking more about improving your uh, your obituary over your resume, that that kind of shifts your focus um, and hmm. really your priorities as opposed to like, the, or the actions that you're doing each day are going towards that of who did, like, who did you, because in the obituary, they don't talk about the jobs you had or oh, that, all, you know, that project, you that's like, true. None, of that, none of that's in there. It, it usually true. always starts with, you know, those, those people that you impacted. That's true. That's true. Um, my father recently passed uh, about, gosh, it's probably been two years now. And so, yeah, we think about all the things he did while he was here on earth and he was a professor. Um, he impacted a lot of lives and colleges with students and everything, but none of that we really, I mean, some of that was maybe in the obituary, but it's really about the person and the impact that he had on people's lives. So um, for me, I think, you know, that's important. It's like the impact that I had. And, you know, I was in a spin class this morning and the instructor told me, um, not me, but I took it as personal because I was receiving it in that moment. But he said, um, don't just be inspired, be an inspiration. Mm. And that, that, that really stuck with me. I even posted it on Instagram this morning. So um, that's like a, a critical thing for me going forward. Whoa. That was my best Joey Lawrence Blossom, for those of you old enough to remember that show. Just got to tell you about our friends at Orgain. Orgain makes organic protein powder and plant-based nutrition. Um, I love their motto, understanding that when you fuel better, you feel better. And got a special deal for our listeners from them. You can use code ELEVATE30 for 30% off your first order of yummy, delicious protein. Um, again, that's Elevate 30. Whoa. All right, back to the show. Um, you are a not only an inspiring person and an inspiring trainer, um, but you're, you're, you're also you're, you're, you're an excellent just from a, a, a physiology standpoint and um, <laughs> from a body composition standpoint or you have history in bodybuilding and a, a whole host of uh, skill sets. And yeah. this, this is the question I would I would love for you to answer for me because I, I get this a lot and I um, it could be some of the population I work with but um, a, a lot of times we'll preface this by saying it's usually a female usually maybe thinking uh, 50s to 60s maybe 40s to 60s we can just say that 
Ooh. and say, Rob, I want to tone my arms because I have a wedding coming up or insert whatever it is. And they really want to just spot target arms. Mm-hmm. They are maybe, maybe they go to the gym, maybe they don't, maybe they have access to a little bit of weight. Are there any like go-to Terry exercises that are going to spot target the arms and get this person the biggest bang for their buck? What do they yes. Need, what do they need to do? <laughs> well, first of all, they need to incorporate shoulders because your shoulders, shoulders are attached to your arms. <laughs> so you need, right? <laughs> so you need to incorporate like uh, presses, shoulder presses, because they're attached right here to your, you know, to their, your delts. Your delts are right there in your triceps and your biceps. So some go-to exercises would be like, the Zotman curl, which isn't a Terry exercise, but it's something that Terry uses. And the Zotman curl is an opposing muscle group where you're curling the bicep, you're rot- doing a rotating bicep curl, but then you're flipping it and then you're coming down on the uh, eccentric motion. Now you're, you're, you're squeezing your triceps. So it's a combination of, an, of a bicep and a tricep exercise. Um, you can do that at home with some light dumbbells. You can also do... Um, tricep push-ups where your hands are narrow right under your shoulders, your palms are under your shoulders, um, hammer curls. Of course, um, hammer curls you want to combine with kickbacks for your triceps. So hammer curls for the biceps and oppose that with the uh, triceps doing kickbacks or overhead press. Oh my goodness, there's such an array, a wide array of things you can do. But um, most importantly, don't just focus on the triceps and the biceps. You got to do your um, your shoulders as well. That's such a good point. The shoulders are attached to the arms. I love That's that right. so much. <laughs> yeah. Going to be my new answer. Um, yeah. And then, and then, generally speaking, so the, so we now have some exercises for this individual. Um, what would you say? How many times a week? And then, like, how many set? Like, what are, what are we looking at? In terms sure, of sure, sure. So, if you're getting ready for a, a wedding, I had a couple actually that I got ready ready for a wedding, and uh, we had a, a good like five months though. So we, we had some time, but anyways, going back to the, the arms, the biceps, you want to do it like three times a week, maybe three sets of uh, 15 reps each of each exercise that I mentioned previously, but to do them at least three times a week. Normally I would say two times a week, but since this person or persons are getting ready for a wedding coming up soon, I would do it three times a week. Awesome. All right. There it is, folks. It's everything you need to know to get wedding ready. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Um, Terry, we're going to move over to some rapid fire questions here. Um, Okay. Pepper a couple things at you. Um, What's one thing you do every single day that elevates you? Yeah. So as soon as I open my eyes while I'm still in bed for about 20 seconds, I just think about how I'm going to make my day productive, how I already know it's going to work out, that things are always working out for me. So I do that for like 20 seconds. Then I get up and I walk my dog, make myself a cup of coffee. Then I come back and then I meditate for like a good, you know, just 10 minutes just to get centered and everything. So that's something I do um, every, every day to elevate me. I love that. Morning routines are powerful. Also, like we said, like the things are going to work out for you. Like that's a really, that's a nice affirmation, right? Like the Oh, ju- totally. Oh yeah. I always, that's what my go-to um, things are always working out for me. Everything is always working out for me. And sometimes when you think they're not working, you come across something that happened during the day. You're like, damn, what was that? And even that, and you know, that's everything working out for you, even though it doesn't seem like that's part of what's working out for you. It really is. That's such a good point. 
it's uh, it's a reframing of the mindset. I think it was uh, it was the Tom Brady documentary I was watching, and Giselle she was talking about it. And it was and it was flipping it, and she was saying it is why is this happening for me instead of against me? When yes. something happens, right? Do you, why is this happening for me? And to take it as a chance to analyze why this event is happening for you. That's right. And it's, it just reminds me of what you used to always say when we uh, work together. Um, I don't have to do this. I get to do it. Yeah. So it's just a, yeah, re- a, a changing of the mindset. <laughs> A whole bunch, a whole bunch of exercises you do. I know you do. You, you're always working the full body. But is there like one exercise, no matter kind of what's going on, that you do every single week? One type of exercise. Um, I'm not going to say it's an exercise. It's cardio. Got to yeah. have cardio. Got to have. Uh, want to make sure my heart is in good condition so that I can perform well doing all the other weight training and everything. So that's my foundation. Cardio. It's so good. I appreciate that. Now, if I could have, if you repeat that and then say that to other people that say to me, I, I hate cardio or I don't <laughs> want to do cardio. I just want to, and it's like, it, 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 that's it. The cardio part is the, the, the life part, right? Like that's just baseline life stuff. Yes. And I always, you know, people say, oh, I don't want to do it. I throw in there. This is, you know, this is about longevity. It's not just a, you know, it, this is about your life. You know, this is, um, you know, you're extending your life. You're extending your life when you do cardio. So, you know, don't shy away from it. It's only going to make you stronger and give you a, a longer lifespan. Best purchase you've made in the last month for less than $10. Uh, that would be a unbranded uh, uh, physiology tape. Oh, nice. <laughs> I nice, found, yeah. I found, yeah, I found some, I normally spent 20 bucks. I found some for like yeah. six and it was very effective. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've talked before about our love of uh, fried chicken at uh, Yardbirds. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you could eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Do you have like a go-to like final meal? You're like, okay, I'll just eat this or this will be my final meal. Final meal would be spaghetti aglio olio. So that's a pasta with just parsley, olive oil, no red sauce or anything like that. Garlic. And then on the side, a nice, um, thick Italian um, sausage. Nice. Nice. I'm with you on the <laughs> olive oil. No yeah. Red sauce. That's good. Yes. yes. Um, you know, I love quotes. Do you have a, a favorite quote or anything that you've heard recently that's uh, kind of a go-to? Once when I worked at the Anderson School for UCLA and I started off as an office manager and then went on to run these, facilitate all these special events and programs and everything, which I loved, my supervisor, who was the director um, of the Anderson School Price Center for Entrepreneurial Studies, gave me this book one day, just out of the blue. And it was Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And I learned so much from that book. I still refer to it sometimes. But the quote is, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. So it's all about focusing and prioritizing. That's so good. That's really good. Um, and uh, that remind. I just uh, – going down. you just remind – I watched a documentary on the University of Georgia football team, and Coach says their, their mantra last year was win, and it was what's important now. Ah. So no matter what you're doing, what's it's the same thought process, right? Like what, yeah. what's important now, what's yes. important now at this moment yep. in front of me. That's right. 
Um, you, uh, I know you love music. Um, what do you have? A, do you have a go-to workout song that you are jamming on right now? That's like, you know what? Have kind of had a hard yeah. day. Don't know what's going on. Let's get in here and crush this workout. Yeah, I mean, there's so many songs, but right now I'm going to Buju Bantan, um, "Walk Like a Cha- or Champion" is just the name of it. But the lyrics in it are "Walk Like a Champion," "Act Like a Champion," "Talk Like a Champion." I love doing that when I'm doing um, high incline walking lunges on the treadmill, really slowly. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> and you're walking like a champion. Hey, yes. Terry, thanks so much for doing this. This is a ton of fun. I wish we had more time, but this is an absolute pleasure. And I Thank just you. want to say say to folks, don't forget that your arms are attached to your shoulders. <laughs> That's right. Work your shoulders, not just the arms. They're attached. Terry, we're going to link to it in the show, but where can folks follow you on social media? Um, at Terry West Fitness. Perfect. We'll link to that at Terry West Fitness. Thanks so much, Terry. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. As I mentioned, I work for Elevation Health, and we've been in business for 27 years, creating customizable solutions for your fitness and wellness needs. That's right, folks, 27 years. And in our 27 years, we've seen it all. So whatever your needs might be, we got you covered. From fitness management and online training to on-site classes and integrated technology, we help small and large groups alike get healthy and stay engaged. I encourage you to learn more about us at contactelevation.com and to follow us on social media at elevation.health.